Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Payment Podcast. This is your host, David Yaz of the Boston Podcast Network. And joining me on The Payment Podcast, per usual, is the founder and CEO of PRM Payment Relation, excuse me, Payment Relationship Management, Peter Gordon. Peter, once again, thanks for joining me on the podcast. Dave, thanks for having me. So PRM, which, which Peter founded this year, 2018, has a mission, which Pete's going to tell us about, but, but which fills a very interesting, what, what I would call a genuine void or concern in, in the financial industry. But Pete, let's start really from the top this time. Let's, let's talk about why did you start PRM in the first place? Yeah, Dave, uh, it, it's an interesting time. You know, the um, people, uh, when you use the word payments, it brings up a lot of connotations. And, you know, some people think, uh, you know, credit cards when you swipe at the point of sale, and that is certainly part of payments. And then you think PayPal, and that's a, you know, more recent part of payments. And Venmo with your kids and Apple Pay. These are all, you know, if you think about it, in the last 10 years, new payments. But, you know, we've been doing payments, uh, I don't know, since the beginning of time with bartering and uh, it's been evolution. And really, I've been part of this evolution. We've had electronic payments for about 40 years now. And uh, while my career isn't exactly that long, I've been doing this for about 30 years and uh, just trying to help uh, what is a big need in the marketplace where uh, financial institutions uh, really are at a crossroads where they're getting um, a lot of, um, their consumers are asking for, uh, why can't I have the same experience as I have at PayPal or Venmo or Apple Pay? And uh, the financial institutions that we serve, the real middle market, the, the you know, not the top, you know, 10 banks, but pretty much everyone else who needs to compete with them and compete with PayPal need a payment strategy. Oh, so that's interesting you said, because I was going to ask you about your typical client, because people think electronic payments and they think only the, you know, the big boys can handle that sort of thing. But tell us about what, what types of institutions you'll be helping. Yeah, well, Dave, uh, you, you may recall I was uh, fortunate enough to f- be one of the founders of a community bank uh, in Newton, Mass. And I remember like, you talked about it for an entire year straight. Yeah, uh, <laughs> called the First Commons Bank, and, and we were very successful. We, uh, we sold it March 1st of 2018, just a few months ago, to Brookline um, Bank here in Boston. And uh, that experience of you know, having a community bank, and uh, what's amazing today is that the technology can, uh, that we have at that little tiny bank, we had two branches, grew it from zero to 350 million, we can have the same technology that's in it, Chase or B of A. And that's what I'm helping uh, leaders of these uh, these banks who've been around, you know, for 150 years, these banks uh, really run, you know, people don't recognize it, but there's probably 5,000 banks and credit unions uh, in that small space that are, you know, a billion dollars and above to uh, that really the sweet spot, I would say, is uh, $50 billion bank to a billion dollar bank. And there's probably uh, well over 750 banks, 1,000 banks in that space who really uh, are the heartbeat of America that really run um, small businesses that uh, help consumers in uh, markets, uh, maybe outside the major cities. And in those, um, those institutions, uh, need my expertise and need my fa- my team's expertise to be able to understand what the needs of their customers are, both businesses and consumers, and how to 
allow them to move from uh, the current, uh, how they move payments today to the future that we'll talk about shortly. So the spirit of open an account and get a free toaster is not completely dead in America is what you're saying, right? Those, those little guys are still out there. Yeah, it's refreshing and, to hear. Yeah, they they are, and uh, they serve a huge purpose in in that today. They, uh, you know, and that, that's the reality is they they they're not giving out toasters anymore, and they can compete just like, uh, you know, you know the the bank on the corner wants your business and uh, support your sure. business just like Bank of America does. So I th- I think you've you've articulated your vision, but if I could get a little more specific, when when the phone rings and a potential uh, client calls you. Are they going to have one particular issue that they are troubled with or more of a global solution to electronic payments? Give us, give us an idea of what that, that call might be like. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Uh, so uh, I'll just recently, uh, I met with a 150-year-old bank. Uh, they're a billion five, uh, and they've been in payments since 2015. And what they, their current regulators are asking them, why are you in payments? Um, how does that serve the community you're in? So, it, and when you say they're in payments, you're talking ATM machines, uh, wire transfers, or what? What are we talking about? Yeah, um, for the yeah, so uninitiated, it, it really covers. Uh, that's the first thing. So, I don't even think a lot of these CEOs who aren't our generation, who are actually you know near retirement age, understand what payments are. So, it's mm-hmm. first taking an inventory of what what payments they have. And there's two things: you either send money out or you get money in. And those, those are true for consumers and businesses. And we can have, uh, there's all these fancy names for accepting payments or sending payments. And there's various ways to do that. And so the first thing we do is we take an inventory and we benchmark where they are today. We see where they are in the maturity matrix. And then we um, help them, we then set a vision for what, what tools, what they need to put in place. So for a business, as an example, do you allow your businesses to send electronic invoices and get payments back? Mm-hmm. Uh, if no, then that's a solution we'd put in. Mm-hmm. Do you allow them to accept credit card payments on their website to pay for things? Uh, on the way out, do you do you allow them to pay bills electronically in real time? Uh, you know, everything's moving to real time, and where are they on that continuum? Mm-hmm. Are you an insurance company, and, and do you have the facility to uh, send an insurance payment and pay a claim in real time? These solutions exist in the marketplace today, but all the the marketplace we talked about, the banks, the financial institutions, those thousand financial institutions who are in that middle market, uh, aren't necessarily exposed, or if they are exposed, they've read about it, they don't know where to get started. And really, what we do is um, we help the executive team, the board, um, management, understand what they need to do. Uh, we set a strategic plan for them, which they need, and then we work down and we, uh, we set uh, policies and procedures and these things that no one likes to talk about. We do risk assessments of uh, how how it's going to affect the bank so they can give that to their board and to their regulators because these are regulated institutions and and uh, if you're going to play in the regulated world, these are some of the things that you have to do. And then um, the most important thing and uh, often uh, what regulators uh, ask for and where banks get in trouble once you put in these great tools, you need a way to analyze and uh, and be able to report back to executives, boards, and uh, regulators of how your business is changing. Uh, are you successful? How many customers did you have? What? Um, how many electronic payments are you doing? What type of electronic payments are you doing? Knowing your customers, and so we we really do soup to nuts 
trying to help those uh, small institutions uh, leverage these new tools and technologies and, and move them to uh, you know the world of electronic payments. So you've worked for some of the most prominent financial institutions in the country. You're, you're, as a, since you're a friend of mine, I, I hesitate to give you so much credit, but I suppose I will. Your, your resume reads like kind of a who's who of finance. Um, what prompted you, though, to start PRM? It must have taken, you must have been, had some particular inspiration because it's, um, needless to say, a lot of resources, a lot of uh, the energy to, to, do, to, to start this outfit. So tell me why. Um, I, it's really a confluence of events, I, I would have to say. You know, it was the experience of starting the bank and knowing the, uh, what the needs are at the board level of a small community bank. It's what's going on in the industry. Uh, You've known me for a long time, Dave, and mm-hmm. you know, 30 years ago I said we'd be um, being able to do some of these things we do today, buy things like uh, over the Internet and have uh, Amazon. One of um, uh, in, When I was in consulting in uh, the uh, mid-'90s, uh, the first company that was bought by Amazon was a company in Cambridge, Massachusetts called BiblioFind, and two of the um, consultants that worked for me uh, left uh, the consulting firm I worked for and went and worked there. And, you know, I've been uh, on the Amazon bandwagon for a long time before people uh, understood what that was. So it really is um, now with um, uh, finally the need where banks have asked me, so uh, executives say, Peter, can you do a payment strategy or where do I get started? And uh, I just see the need and the need is now, the need is real to uh, um, understand and help these financial institutions. Otherwise, you know, quite frankly, we, we won't have these small, mid-sized institutions at all. And, uh, and uh, I, I don't think that's good for our economy. I don't think it's good for the U.S. And uh, they play a vital role, these large community banks. Well, Pete, as usual, thanks for joining me. And as I can tell, and I'm sure you, the listener, can tell, there are just a litany of issues that Pete's company covers in terms of how many different ways during the course of our life do does this electronic payments issues come up it's several times per day and pete you'll stay with us on this podcast and other episodes and explain what's going on in the industry current events and reminding us of your mission you can find all episodes of the payment podcast on itunes subscribe on itunes but please also find us at pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network, and check out all the content we have up there. As far as Pete's company, most importantly, PRM can be found at prmpayments.com. Tweet him at at prmpayments. Email him at info at prmpayments.com. And we'll see you next time. Boom.